Welcome back to the Forex Beginner Podcast. Today's episode is going to be so encouraging for all of my new beginner and developing traders. Today's guest started trading about five years ago. The first three years didn't go so well. As we all know, there are many trials and tribulations when on this journey. However, the last two years for this trader has been phenomenal. He's been consistent. He's been able to flip a 12K account to about 40 grand. He's been able to get funded up to 700,000 in funding across multiple prop firms, and he's become a six-figure-plus earner trading in the foreign exchange market. Ladies and gentlemen, today's guest goes by the name of Omar, and it's going to be a great interview. But before we get started, let's thank our sponsors. Today's interview is sponsored by Funded Trading Plus, $173,597. That's how much Funded Trading Plus paid one Forex trader just last year. Since taking the industry by storm in 2022, they paid out millions of dollars to their funded traders, and there's no reason why you can't become the next big success story. Listen, traders, if you're ready to level up and get funded, this is the prop firm for you. Their programs have payouts within three days, no time limits on all challenges. And guess what? You get up to 90% profit splits. On top of all of this, they offer an achievable scaling plan where you can take your funding all the way up to $2.5 million. Listen, guys, make 2023 your best year ever with Funded Trading Plus. For more information on getting funded, as well as getting 10% off your next challenge, use coupon code podcast at FundedTradingPlus.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the Forex Beginner Podcast with Calvin the New Trader. On this podcast, you'll get daily motivation, encouragement, and Forex trading tips as Calvin the New Trader shares his journey with you. Omar, what's going on, bro? How you feeling, man? Hey, what's going on, Calvin? Doing well, man. And yourself? I'm doing fantastic, bro, especially because you in the building. So tell us a little <laughs> bit about uh, who is Omar and where are you from? Uh, yeah, man, I'm Omar. Uh, I'm from New York City and Queens specifically. And yeah, man, been trading uh, going on five years now in the Forex markets. Awesome. Awesome. So what has Forex done for your life? Uh, yeah, man. I mean, honestly, it, I mean, it ruined my life in the beginning. If we're being honest, for full transparency, uh, but nah, man. I mean, honestly, it's it's a uh, it's been providing very well like the past two years, you know, um, as an additional source of income, you know, coupled with like other things that I have going on. So it's definitely helped, like you know, bring in a, a very solid income. Um, yeah, man, just very grateful for the journey overall. You said something there that I definitely want to jump into. You said five years you've been trading, last two years, definitely having that consistency, bringing in some good money, and we definitely going to get into that. Um, but let's talk about those first three years. Yeah, man. I mean, honestly, like, um, the thing is, like, obviously, you know, like any trader who's been trading um, for a little while now, they'll know, like, in the beginning, man, it's just, it's so difficult, you know what I mean? Because you don't really know what you don't know. 
Um, when you're starting off, you're kind of embarking on a brand new journey, learning a whole new skill set. So in the beginning for me, honestly, it was very, very difficult. Like, you know, depositing money, losing it. Um, and then also like trying to learn on the way while I was like trading, which honestly, I honestly, I would not recommend to beginners. Like if you're, if you're learning, like kind of just take a step back from trading because you're going to lose money and you're not going to, you're not going to be able to, to, to learn properly because you're going to be so stuck on the money. And then you're going to think what you, what you're learning isn't actually part of like a bigger process, right? Like you're going to think, because think of it like this, imagine you deposit 200 bucks um, as a beginner. And then what happens is you're learning a new concept. And you're trying to implement that new concept, but you don't even really know exactly what you're going to be doing overall, right? Like, so you're trying to implement a concept, you're still learning, you're going to blow the account. And before you're done learning the concept, what's going to happen is you're going to think what you're doing doesn't work. And then you're going to move on to the next system. Lo and behold, if you just learned that one thing from the jump, right? And you didn't like, you know, you didn't invoke any emotions through trading that that concept until you were 100% actually like learning it then, you know, the, the learning curve would be a lot smoother. But I think that, that was my biggest issue in the beginning as well, man. Uh, but yeah, just a lot of blown accounts in the beginning. <laughs> I'm pretty sure every beginner trader will know. Um, and then, yeah, man, like just that's that that struggle of trying to learn and then make money. But in the process, you're blowing accounts. Is it, it was just very difficult. When you were going through that process, did you already have a steady stream of income or were you really, really depending on Forex to, you know, just move the needle for you? No. So, I mean, that was the one thing that I, I would give myself credit in the beginning. Like I knew, like, you know, when I was going through listening to different podcasts, right? Because there's so many sources out there, uh, people who've done it, people who've done seven, eight figures in their trading career. And they all had the same thing in common, which was like in the beginning, they were all losing money. So I'm not going to be like the oblivious person thinking like, okay, I'm going to make this work off rip. You know, I know, okay, like if these guys who, who made it this far, who are pretty intelligent people are going to go ahead and like, you know, make uh, they, they've blown accounts. They've lost money in the beginning. I realized like, okay, you know, what? I'm going to have to bring in money somehow. So that's why I was like kind of working different jobs. Um, so yeah, I was definitely not trying to have folks pay the bills, man. Like, yeah, definitely not. And anyone out there who, who thinks that they, oh yeah, I'm going to have trading, pay the bills. That is probably one of the worst things in my opinion um, that you can do, especially as a beginner, like down the line later on, you know, when you're starting to make profit and stuff like that, um, of course. But I, even then I would say like, you know, if you, if you can kind of diversify your income and then have trading, if you could be a part-time trader making a full-time income, that's the most ideal scenario. But if you could bring in other and generate other revenue sources, income sources, um, that's highly advised as well. A lot of traders will hear that advice you just gave. And I personally think it's golden because I've experienced both sides of it. Like this year, I was making consistently a good five, six grand a month. And that was like, enough to cover all my household expenses. And so I really was able to travel, do a lot of extra things because it's like, I got the same amount of money it takes me to run my household. I got this coming in extra consistently. And so it allowed me to do a lot of other things, but now I'm hitting like a wall right now. You know what I mean? Where it's kind of like, man, and exactly what you said in the beginning is what I, I tracked that I was doing. I started changing things, little subtle things that were making me consistent, you know? And so with that being said, um, for you, how important is it, especially when you're giving advice to traders, how important is it for traders to really, really um, focus in on their main thing, their main gig, and then, you know, slowly but surely allow trading to come in as being that consistent stream of income? 
Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Yeah, man. The thing is, it's not going to be like one, uh, a one-size solution because obviously, depending on what field you're in, whether you're working something that's, that's there's no career involved, like you know, something part-time. Like when I was first getting into trading in general, I was, um, I was like working like, you know, hookah lounge jobs. So obviously, there's no career in that. It's just kind of like something to pass by um, time while, you know, making some money on the side. So it really depends. I think if you're someone who's kind of in a, in a field, like let's just say engineering, for example, where, you know, you can you have a solid income coming in um, and it's also somewhat of a career path as well. Right. Let's just assume that person doesn't enjoy it. And it's just kind of a short term solution. In my opinion, like you're going to have to do a little bit of a sacrificing where, you know, after after work, you're going to have to start, you know, putting in times on the charts, putting in a little bit of work on the weekends. You know, um, and it's just going to be a sacrifice for maybe like one to two years, you know, where you're saving up money on the side, you know, from that full time income, as well as like learning the skill set as well. And then in my opinion, like because that's like this, um, it's like this taboo topic, man, like where people are so scared to admit, like, you know what, maybe I need some source of income coming in and I just can't rely on trading. Like it's like this taboo subject that people uh, like if, if, if God forbid you have like another like let's just say you're, you're, you're a full time full-time at a, like engineer, right? Let's keep with that example. And you're, you're trading consistently. You're making money on average every single month. Obviously it's trading. So maybe some months you might have down, but overall for the year, you're, you're net positive. People will then look at that individual and then they'll, they'll kind of um, think less of them because like, oh, well, you're making money outside of the markets. You're not a full-time trader, but it's like, dude, if you could be a part-time trader making a full-time income, in my opinion, that's, that's much better solution now again obviously if someone doesn't like their job maybe they can pursue other passions and other business ideas like you know e-commerce or like maybe a brick and mortar type of business like that they want to have but yeah man i think in the beginning you're going to have to just save up as much money as possible um try to lose as as less as possible because we're all going to lose money in the beginning and then yeah move on from there but i think it's 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 foolish honestly for anyone to kind of come in thinking um oh yeah i'm going to make trading 100% 100% my only source of income. I'm going to just lock in on that. I don't get me wrong. Like the focus should be like, if you want to be a full-time trader, it should be on trading, but also if you can have that safety net of like a savings or something like that, I think that would also be pretty optimal. Now, somebody may be listening to this right now and they're like, Omar, I, man, I hear you. You know, you're from New York city. I'm not going to disrespect you. I respect my New York people, <laughs> but, but, but bro, like what makes, like what makes what you say so gospel or so like set in stone why should i listen to you so give the people some background on just like what has been like some of your major accomplishments as a trader thus far yeah i mean listen man like you don't always have to listen to to people right like people can listen and then they can kind of garner what they think uh they can relate to or again just a different perspective but i mean for just for context too like if if someone checks out my socials on instagram twitter or youtube you know, I've gotten funded over $500,000 of worth of funding programs. I know that's pretty popular. Done multiple five-figure withdrawals with multiple companies, like, you know, with FTMO alone, I have on my website, uh, not my website, but on YouTube, over $46,000 with them in a small period of time. You know, multiple, again, multiple five-figure withdrawals from just that, which can be faked, you know what I mean? Because I know 
Because, you know, with MT4, you can kind of fake things. We're not going to get into that. But <laughs> Man, but, I yeah, keep hearing that. How in the world? <laughs> Yo, people getting creative because I keep hearing people say that. Like, you can kind of fake dude, stuff with MT4. <laughs> I, I'll send you something. I'll send you something off record and, and you'll see, like, what I'm talking about. But gotcha. It's very, yeah, it's very possible. And then, yeah, even if people who, like, you know, who aren't fans of funding programs, you go on my Instagram, started off the year with a $12,000 flip, turned it to forty two grand, full withdrawals and everything that I posted. So yeah, man, I've been I've been around the block. <laughs> I've been I around. I love it. I love it, man. Growing up in New York, what was that like? Yeah, so I was born in Queens, went to school primarily in high school and even parts of middle school in Brooklyn. So I'm not sure if you're familiar with like the five boroughs. Uh, but yeah, no, I had a very stable household. Both parents were uh, there, religious household. And yeah, man, like my father came from Egypt. Well, my parents migrated from Egypt. Uh, I was born here, though. <clears throat> and and yeah, man, got two siblings. And yeah, like uh, father pretty much started as like a worker himself. You know, I mean, used to deliver bagels and stuff like that. And now he kind of has his own like clinic and stuff like that, his own accounting firm. So that's pretty dope. So he kind of elevated into that, you know, entrepreneurial spirit as well. And yeah, I think like a lot of that comes from comes from him and stuff like that where he was kind of like the head of the household, you know, kind of grinded from, you know, pretty much an immigrant who who really didn't speak English to like now he speaks English, English pretty fluently, you know, I mean, has his own business and stuff like that. Um, yeah, man, definitely took, uh, took a lot of inspiration from that. How is it having your role model, you grow up and you, you watch him, you see him grind. You know, I grew up without a father. Luckily, you know, God blessed me with two boys. So now I get to give what I didn't have. So I always see that as a blessing. But for you growing up and seeing your role model every day and and just seeing him go through his transition, move into a new country and grinding and doing those things. How impactful was that for you? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, you know, it's funny because like sometimes um, and like you being a father, you'll probably kind of realize this as well. Sometimes kids, they don't really understand like life values that you give them until they start to get a little bit older. Because when I was younger, I didn't really none of this really kind of um, resonated. Right. But then when you when I got old, I'm like, damn, like <laughs> we were we weren't we weren't really well off when I was younger. huh? <laughs> and then um, you start to realize like when once things started to change what was that out like you know what, what what kind of changed in in life right and that i kind of realized like you know okay like you know my once my dad kind of had his own thing going on and stuff like that um you know things started to change a little bit in life and then that's kind of when i realized like you know what like damn like this story of like you know how he kind of grew up to and mind you like when he was in egypt too they weren't even from like a really they were like from a village so it wasn't like the most like even in egypt it was kind of like very like you know pretty poor country, pretty poor area that they were from but again like that just goes to the show that like it's like listen man if you are born here in the u.s and you got people who come in from different countries different places who have way less resources and especially now that we have the internet it's like dude there's really no excuses for anyone and then yeah it's like it was just it's just dope to see it like firsthand you know what i mean like damn this is the person that actually you know kind of made it is actually the person who's like my father so 
that was pretty dope, man, honestly, seeing it. Again, like when I was younger, I didn't really resonate with it. But then as I got older, went to like college and started kind of piecing things together when I was trying to get my life in order. I'm just like, you know what? Like, damn, he really like he really carved it out. Like I got I got no excuses. <laughs> I got no excuses. You mentioned a major gem in the beginning that said, well, you said that one of the best things that new traders can do is to find or learn a strategy or learn a way to enter the market and just stick with that. Don't change it because you lose one or two trades. How long did it take you to realize that? And when you realized that, did everything just instantly like click for you at that moment? Like, man, like the whole time, all I needed to do was just stick with one thing. Yeah. So again, it goes back to what I was saying too. Like in the beginning, man, like not just in trading and anything you like any endeavor, like you don't know what you don't know. Right. So that's, that's why it's so difficult for like beginners, man, because like you might learn something, but in the back of your mind, you're wondering like, does this thing really work? You're not, you're not too sure. You know what I mean? Because you could, you could be learning from someone. And the problem is this traders don't realize like you're going to have losses, no matter how good your trading system is, you're going to have drawdown no matter how good your trading system is. That's just the reality of the game that we play, man. It's 100% based on probabilities. So think of it like this, right? Especially newer traders. If you have a sample size of 10 trades, and let's just say you have a, a system that provides, let's just say 60% win rate, right? Let's not even talk about risk reward. Let's just say 60% 60, 60 win rate. What people don't realize is that's going to be in different sets. So what do I mean by that? You might have, let's just say three winners in a row. You're like, oh my God, my system is working. And then you might have three losses in a row. And then you're like, oh my God, systems like systems like something's wrong with my system. I'm done. You know what I mean? Let me look for something else. However, if you completed the full 10 sample size, right? Assuming that the person's win rate is like 60%, then maybe the next trade would have been a winner. And then maybe the trade after that was a winner. Then another loss. And then to complete the, the sample size of 10, you end up with another winner. So you could be winning six trades out of 10 and lose four, but you don't know when those four are going to come. They could come three in a row. They could come two in a row. They might come one right after a winner, like you don't know, it's going to be a randomized base because that's how probabilities work. And I think people, if, if people kind of understood that concept, I think it'll be a lot easier for them to kind of navigate and accept losses. Right. But yeah, man, in the beginning it was difficult because I didn't, I didn't know what I didn't know. I didn't even know that concept. I felt like, Oh my God, if this, if I lost twice in a row, the system is just like, you know, garbage, let me just tweak something. And that constant tweaking again, as a beginner, it's going to be hard because you don't know what works. You don't really know if you need to tweak something. That's why it's important not to necessarily trade on a live account because you have to figure all that stuff out. Um, but I know no one's going to listen to that. Everyone's going to fund their accounts and like as a beginner. And I, I, again, I, I'm not even going to blame them. You know, I was the same way. I've been told not to trade live and I still did it anyways. But but yeah, man, that was the hardest thing for beginners. Just like because you don't know. And then. I think over time when you start to experiment with different things and then you start to like, you know, maybe listen to more podcasts, more information on trading of people who've actually done it. You know what I mean? Well, like, you know, ver verify seven, eight figure traders. And you kind of realize like, you know what, like, okay, this is a game of probabilities. Okay. I do have to lock in on a system because you're going to hear that advice throughout. But once it finally resonates with you, I think that's when the, the difference is going to happen. Like, okay. You know what? Let me lock in on one setup. Let me tweak things you know, with data, let me journal everything. And then when I start to see, okay, what are the common things that have are what are the common thing that ties all my winners? What are the common thing that ties all my losers? Then you can tweak those variables, but you can keep the overall system. And I think that's, that's, it's going to be like a learning process, but over time, when you kind of piece everything together, you know, again, it might take someone five months, might take someone a year, two years, it really depends. But once everything kind of gels together, that's, that's in my opinion, when people have that aha moment. Because you came from equities, 
and you came up with a Forex. Were you using the same strategy or did you have to adjust and do something new? Oh, no. Yeah, I, I had to 100% adjust because I thought it was going to be like, I mean, with equities, man, it was like, in my, I think equities are a little bit easier. Uh, maybe maybe it was just because I was scalping at the time. You know, I was on the one minute time frame, two minute time frames, um, training basic like breakout strategies. But they used to work very well in equities. Um, in forex, not so much. So that's when I had kind of had to go through like the whole process of relearning. Um, but again, the, the friend who the friend who put me on to forex, and he actually had a group like not a paid group, but it was like a group of friends. So he added me to that. I was like on a WhatsApp and like, dude, they had so much again because those people in there who've been trading for years. Who are profitable, some some unprofitable, and they had so much resources, man. They had so many people's different courses, and they were kind of just sharing them, you know what I mean? So it was like I was just learning pretty much from multiple different courses and at the beginning. Um, so then yeah, I had to relearn everything pretty much. How important is community when you're starting out? Because some people can see that as a distraction and others can see mm -hmm. that as valuable. That's a good question because I think it depends on your your development. I think community. Um, it also depends on who you talk to. Cause it, like you said, like some people are going to think of it as a distraction for me. I think, you know, it's just, it's just different because I think back then it was kind of just a bunch of friends kind of trading together, even though like, I'm not gonna lie. It still was distracting at the time. Cause like you'll have someone, cause again, there's only so many pairs and a lot of people are trading very similar stuff. So you'll see this guy, he's going along, but then you're thinking, Oh damn, this is a short. And then now your bias is like, kind of messed up but i think if you have a community where you guys kind of share resources i think that's more important versus a community where everyone's just calling out trades because i think like because even now man like even now i have a friends group chat and stuff like that where we kind of exchange trade ideas um it doesn't bother me anymore because it's like a small net group and they're all like you know close friends but you know sometimes if i want to lock in i just don't even check the chat because again i want to make sure like if I have a specific bias, especially if I know something's setting up, I don't want to be influenced by anyone else's opinion because if I know, okay, like this is my bread and butter, this is the trade that I'm going to like size up a little bit more. Um, I don't want any distractions. You know what I mean? Because the smallest, because especially if you're sizing up a little bit on a trade that has like, you know, multiple timeframes that kind of come together, I don't want my, my mindset to get influenced because I know, Hey, I'm going to pack on a little bit of size on this. So no distractions. Um, but I think in the beginning, if you have, if you have, like I said, a chat room where you guys all share different resources, I think that that's the most beneficial versus like everyone just calling trades because you're going to do it's going to happen. Like you're going to have a trade idea that's going to someone else is, is not going to see that 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 bias and then it's going to affect your trade.